0: You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Hey, good evening. Yeah, it's so good to be here. First of all, I just want to say thank you, Pastor Bakes. And it's truly an incredible privilege for me to serve alongside the team and under under the uh, Pastor Steve and your leadership. So I really enjoy, I really enjoy working in this church. It's wonderful, thank you so much, thank you. And um, today, my topic is called Pursue Your Dream. Pursue your dream. And I came to New Zealand in 2002, 21 years ago. I'm from China. When I first came here, I was studying in Waikato University in Hamilton, and I remember And one afternoon during the lecture, I fell asleep. But hey, don't worry. I didn't miss too much of that lecture because I didn't understand it even when I was awake. (laughs) So after the class, you know, the classmate who sat beside me started talking to me. He was a Kiwi student. He asked me, hey, hey mate, this paper is pretty boring, eh? I said, no, no. Every paper is boring in this place. (laughs) He said, hey, I know, I know. When your Chinese students go to the university, you don't choose what you want to do. You only choose what your parents want you to do. You don't have dreams. You live your parents' dreams. Is it true? I said, what? Who told you this? I live my parents' dreams. This is totally untrue. My parents don't have dreams either. <laughs> Pursuing your dream is never a Chinese thing. We never talk about that in my culture. Wow. But here's the thing, my friend. Today I want you to know if anyone tell you pursue your dream is not for you because of your background this is totally untrue. We all come from different places, but the truth is, we are all created in the image of God with a unique purpose and talent and potential. I truly believe we are all called to pursue our dreams. When I say dreams, I'm talking about those deep aspirations and long-term goals God has placed in our heart. In Philippians 2, verse 13, the Apostle Paul says this. He says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So God gave us dreams to inspire us and to lead us towards fulfilling His purpose for our lives. But life can be busy, right? Sometimes we just find ourselves going through the motions without considering the big picture. Today, I want to encourage every one of you here, take a pause and think about this question. What am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? Is it drawing me closer to my dream, or am I drifting away from it? If you are unsure about the answers, tonight's sermon is for you. Imagine you are driving a car. Suddenly, you realize you don't know where you are going. So it's time to pull over, check the map, Make sure you are heading in the right direction. This is all this tonight's sermon is about. Helping you find the right direction to pursue your dream. Let's go to Matthew 7, verse seven to eight. Jesus says this, ask and you will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock the door, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Jesus is encouraging us to actively pursue truth and guidance by building a relationship with God. So it's not just about uh, waiting around, but it's about to take effort, to connect with God, to seek Him, ask Him, knock on His door. So today, if you want to pursue your dream in the right direction, the first step you should take is, don't chase desires, chase Jesus. Don't chase desires, chase Jesus. Sometimes we can get caught up in chasing after our own desires. But Jesus reminds us to seek Him first, ask Him first, knock on His door first, and then you will find what you are looking for and receive what you are asking for. It's all about aligning our dreams with God's will, and then everything will fall into place. After graduating from Waikato University, I was all about finding a good job. There's nothing wrong with that, right? So I, I started following, I started following my desires. I saw the potential in the building industry. So I remember knocking on uh, one of the developer's door, asking for opportunity to work for him. He agreed. So by day, I was on the construction site working. By night. I was a unitech studying my construction management. So a few years later, I got my construction qualification, um, builder's license, site manager's license. Uh, I was pretty proud about myself. I felt pretty good because it's all about my desires. It's all about my choices. It's all me. It's all my hard work. But here's the thing whenever i was alone and in one of those quiet moments my inner voice would begin to ask me this question what am i doing with my life again and again and again why this question why did this question keep bothering me to be honest I always felt I was doing somebody else's job. I didn't know why, but this feeling just wouldn't go away. I knew I was not in the right direction to find my true contentment, And I still remember the first time I went to the Master Builders meeting to receive my membership in Albany. It was meant to be a day to celebrate. milestone in my career, but when I was sitting in the Master Builders meeting room, I couldn't help but thinking, what am I doing here? Do I really belong here? So friends, following your desires may seem good and reasonable, but the problem is sometimes we end up knocking on the wrong door When the developer opened the door for me, I appreciate that. But the real door I should knock on first was the one leading to Jesus. Because Jesus was the one holding the keys to our true purpose and contentment. So one night I was lying on the bed, in complete silence. Again, this inner voice started asking me the same question. What on earth am I doing here? What on earth am I doing with my life? I was not Christian back then. Okay? But when I was in Waikato University, I visited a church and uh, attended their Bible study once. So I've heard about Jesus and how God created everyone with a unique purpose. So I just asked him ceiling. Hey, if everyone is created with a purpose. What is my purpose? What is my purpose? You know, Chinese people, we, we, we didn't know God, but we have a term called the Lord of Heaven. We always say, hey, uh, the Lord of Heaven, please help me. So I just say, hey, Lord of Heaven, okay? If, if I'm created with a purpose, what is my purpose? And then it's like a flash in my mind, a vivid picture of my childhood speaking in front of people. Come into my mind, let me show you a photo I took in the early 90s. So this little man was me. <laughs> so, so that was me participating in a public speaking competition held in Shanghai in 1990. And uh, So let me give you a little bit of context about where this photo is from. So back in the 80s, and Chinese government started promoting Mandarin speaking. Why? Because in China we got hundreds of dialects. So basically, people people can barely understand each other if we are from different places. So there are lots of public speaking competitions happening to encourage students to learn Mandarin speaking. I was picked by my school teacher to participate in this kind of competition because my Mandarin speaking was better than most of the kids in my school. How good is my Mandarin speaking? Well, even my English speaking sounds like Mandarin. That's how good I'm at it. So I started participating in this kind of competition when I was six years old, and I kept doing that for almost 10 years. But here's the thing, being a kid, all I want is to play and have fun. So when my classmates went to play, I had to go to my teacher's office practicing my speech. And competition was hard work. Competition was stressful. I didn't like it. I hated it. It was never my desire. But today, I know it was God's will. So looking back now, I see that God has, had been setting me up, getting me ready for what I'm doing here today, 33 years ago. So the, but the thing is, we don't always get it right away, right? So if I can travel back 33 years ago to speak to my younger self, I will tell this little kid, hey, please, I know you don't like it, but don't give up. Don't give up. Work harder because one day, one day you will understand why you are doing this now. By the way, don't fall asleep in the English class anymore. You will regret it. Okay. <laughs> so my friends, perhaps now you find yourself in a job or experience something you never designed. And you wonder, hey God, where are you in all of this? We don't always see the bigger picture. We don't always understand how everything fits together, but that's when chasing after Jesus comes in. Proverbs 16, verse 3, it says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. But the common mistake we all make is we give God our plans and then ask God, hey, can you please commit to my plan and make it happen for me? No. We should let God establish our plans. And we commit ourselves to whatever the task is in front of us. That's the right way to chase our dreams, uh, to pursue our dreams. So friends, don't chase desires. Chase Jesus. When we chase Jesus, God will lead us down the right path. So the second step for you today is don't follow the crowd. Follow the calling of God. Don't follow the crowd. Follow the calling of God. When I say calling of God, let me make it clear. Calling of God is not just about calling you to To involved in ministry, you can be called by God to make a difference at your workplace. That's also calling of God in your life. Let's go to Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Jesus says this, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. Small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Well, it's easy to get up, get caught up in what everybody else is doing. But here's the thing God got a very unique plan for your life. It may not be the most popular path, it may not make sense to others. Why? because we are called to pursue a higher purpose and dreams that go beyond the imagination of average people. We are chosen by God for His kingdom in this world. When I was so lost, I couldn't figure out what my future is about. So I started seeking spiritual guidance. Okay, that's very dangerous because in my culture, the crowd don't go to church. You know, they turn to the Buddha for answer. So without thinking twice, I just follow the crowd. I went to a Buddhist temple in Greenland. I still remember that was a raining day when I was burning the incense, you know, praying to the Buddha, and I start feeling, wow, water was dripping from the ceiling. and It was a leaky roof on top of me. It, it was quite serious. You know, it, 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 it's forming puddles right next to me. So I think, hey, I'm here seeking help, but it looks like Buddha himself needs some help. <laughs> Let me help you. So I saw a monk sitting right at the corner there. So I went to him and I said, hey, the roof is leaky. Okay, it's quite serious. Do you you want to do something about it? But this monk didn't even look at me. You know, it it was like nothing happened. I was not sure. I didn't know whether, whether he didn't care or he was pretending to be a Zen master. You know, remaining still in the midst of chaos. I don't know. I don't understand. It was so confusing. Okay, but the one thing I know is that this man doesn't know what he's doing about his life. Okay, so let's get out of here. I cannot find the answer for my my life. So when I back home, there was an urge stirred inside me, telling me I should go to a church. I should go to a church. Because I remember, I still remember when I first visited the church, In Hamilton, the people were there talking about there is a God creating us with a purpose. You know, Jesus will always give us a second chance. So I think, well, if this God is real, he will be my final hope. So I need to seek him. So it will be so good if someone can invite me to a church. But here's the problem. I didn't have any Christian friends in my life. Zero. However, again, I said to the Lord of Heaven, I said, well, it will be good. Someone can invite me. Probably two weeks later, a Christian came into my life out of blue. And he invited me to his church. So when he texted me the address of his church, It was 74 Cook Street, Auckland City Centre, Elim Christian Centre. But that was not all. Before I even attended my first Sunday service, this Christian friend invited me to an uh, evangelistic event in Howick, led by a very famous Chinese evangelist from the United States. That message was so powerful. And that message helped me understand God and the gospel like never before. But what's most miraculous on that day, about that day, was not just the message. When I was stand, when I stand in the very end of the, uh, 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 the very back of the auditorium, looking at the preacher, I felt an overwhelming force deep inside me, pulled me toward the pulpit. And for, first, for the first time ever, I had this unwavering conviction about who I am and where my future is heading. It's like all the pieces of my life finally fell into place and I can finally connect all the dots. Why I was chained to be a speaker when I was a little kid? Why did I always feel I was doing somebody else's job? Why my inner voice kept asking me the same question about my life again and again? At that moment, my inner voice began to speak to me again, not asking me the question anymore, but giving me the answer. You will be a preacher. That was my purpose. And that was the 23rd of September, 2011. Since then, my life has been straight as a nail, and my conviction has never wavered. Worship team, please come up. My friends, 12 years ago, during the evangelistic event, God placed this dream of being a preacher in my life. But today I can say God has replaced this initial dream with something bigger. It's not just about who I am anymore. It's not just about my personal growth or my personal development anymore. It's about building a community with God's people. At Ealing Christian Center, I believe God has called all of us to build a unified community where all nations, cultures, people, will support and uplift one another, united in worshiping the same God and following the same vision, and that is my dream now. My friends, but here's the thing. It was impossible to have such a dream 12 years ago when I first became a Christian. So pursuing your dream is a journey. Maybe now your dream is not very clear or not big enough for you, but that's okay and normal. As long as you keep in the course and put your faith in God, God will continue to reveal it you. So one day when you look back your life, you will understand why God has led you through the journey. You can join, you can connect all the dots together. So my friends, don't chase desires because you cannot find the true containment in your life in that direction don't follow the crowd because you cannot discover your unique purpose through the broad gate but chase your dream through the narrow gate by chasing after Jesus and following the calling of God in your life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, We thank you for this wonderful moment. We thank you for your presence. And we thank you for all the dreams you have placed in our hearts. Lord, today, I pray for more strength, faith, and courage for every one of us here today. Because some of the dreams have been buried. Some of the dreams have been lived in the darkness. My Lord, today I want you to, I ask you to bring those dream, dreams back to life. Please renew our mind, renew our mind. Help us to see our lives from your perspective and keep us close to you so that one day, my God, we will all understand your good purpose for our lives. One day we will all fulfill the dreams you have placed in our lives. Friends, as we are all bowing down heads, praying, I want to ask you, if you don't know Jesus, if you feel you are far from him, I want you to know God has a great plan for your life. He has a good purpose for your life. The problem is we all have sinned. We all have messed up at some point in life. Sin separates us from God. But in God's grace, he sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, come to us and died for us on the cross. As Jesus died, he took on himself the penalty for our sin. And then he extended his grace to all of us here today. Forgiveness for your past, hope for your future, new life for you now, and eternity with God in heaven. So if that was you, if you feel you are far from Him, I want to encourage you to pray a very simple prayer by following me. This prayer will open your heart to receive Jesus as your Savior and your Lord. I will pray out loud. All you need to do is pray in your heart. Are you ready? Let's pray. Dear God, today I surrender myself to you. I turn away from my old life and turn to you. I know I'm a sinner and I know Jesus, you died for me. Today, I open my heart to receive you as my Lord and Savior. I choose from today to follow you and live for you. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you just pray that prayer, congratulations. Your life will never be the same again. And God will continue to reveal his plan for you. I would like to encourage you to take one more step of faith. I'm going to count from one to three, when, when I get to three, I want you to raise up your hands in the air so that I can see you. I'm not doing that to call you out, to embarrass you. I just want to a- acknowledge your hands and then you can put it down. Now I'm start counting. One, two, three. If you just i see you i see you you can put it down i see you you can put it down i see you thanks i see you i see you six seven god bless you anyone else my dear friends you are not raising your hands to me you are raising your hands to god this is a moment between you and god anyone else we got seven people raise their hands anyone else Okay, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those people who just raised their hands. Lord, we thank you that you touched their lives. You opened their hearts. My Lord, I just pray that you will continue to reveal your wonderful plan for their lives. And also, Lord, surround them with loving and supportive people. Lord, so that we can journey together to fulfill the dreams you have placed in our hearts. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancentre.org.nz.